With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it's the B-List on a Saturday. Sports Time 780 and SportsTime780.com. Getting you through your 8 o'clock hour. Maddie B and Steve with you here. George and Coach Wing will join me in the final segment and talk a little bit about the Oxford Hills game later on today. Of course, you can hear that over on the sister station, 9690 and 1450. Listen online at org. Oxford Hills baseball and softball in action today. All sorts of things to talk about today, Stevie. All sorts of things. We, we, we have no list of anything. We have not gone over anything. We have not pre-talked about anything. No. Nothing. None. None. Nothing. None. And it's been an interesting first full week of June, my friend. It really, it really has. Really had 10, you know, almost, you know, we're what, nine days into this thing now? Yeah, yeah. Almost Still in 10? the single digits, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you did any, you know, I mean, that's, that's how that works. It's a, it, it's getting away quick. Graduation's getting away quick. Um, first thing I want to ask you about is David Price. Hmm. <laughs> We've talked about him a couple times this we, year. We have, but we haven't, we, he has never... I didn't. When did he make the complete switch into 2010, John Lackey? When did that happen? This year. Yeah, I think it, I think I think he completed the Sunday, the John Lackey Sunday, cherry on top. Yes. right here in 2017. Right, because the the John Lackey Sunday, of course, you remember. I think it was was it 2010, 2011 when he called out the reporter and was like, "Oh, you're fine," and just and then he was injured for 2012. They won World Series 2013. So everybody forgets about it. But he was like the most hated free agent acquisition in in Red Sox history. Until David Price got here. So one of the interesting aspects uh, that you and I get, because we're Yankees fans, is players that have played in both markets. And those are two huge media markets. And they Mm -hmm. say, boy, every player say, look, New York's tough. A lot of press, big people, big city. But it's not Boston. It's not the pressure of Boston. And so you see David Price signs a big contract. Okay, expectations are high already. Okay, well, who is this David Price guy? Ah, he's a Vanderbilt grad, pretty smart guy. Hmm, he's had some good stats. Oh, look, he's got this big social media presence. Red flag, red flag, whoop, red flag. Whoop, whoop. And that, that I said to a lot of friends then, I said, look, it's, this is going to be an issue because the second that he, star, he, he just misses the expectation, that high bar of expectation, they're critical. Boston fans are critical. And you can't, you can't blame them for it with the amount of money that this guy's getting to go out there on the bump every five days. But you know what? He's he's winning the award right now. You see, I hate that. Yeah, a lot of people are like, it's not their money. Um, yeah, it is. That's like somebody saying to you, like, when your taxes are getting, like, that's not your money. No, no, it is. It is my money. I feel like it has something to do with a $5 bottle of water, too. Correct. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, the, the, or, or the, what, the, it's a shared the $11 cost. $11 beer, I believe. Yeah, I mean, a I shared don't, cost. We I, all I don't even drink in bit. public anymore, and I think that's insane. Like, why, <laughs> why are we doing this? going on here a little ridiculous a little bit a little ridiculous just, just slightly and, and it, i just i don't think he needs to go off on herald reporters like that i don't think of course but and what are you doing cozying up to dan shaughnessy you want to be liked in this town and you're going to be buddies with dan shaughnessy no you 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 so in a town that will will allow you to polarize yourself if you want to you better be at the right end of that 
and definitely don't go out of the way to be on the wrong end, and that's what he's done. That's exactly what he's done by buddying up with Shaughnessy. Uh, and you, look, there's more to come of this saga for sure. The, the, the hourglass will still continue to fill. You know what I just found? I just found the John Lackey post game. Oh yeah, right. And I think I can get it, but I got to save it and I got to burn it to CD. Like you know, this is this is real first world problem. And then yeah. we can we can reminisce a little. And then bit, we can then almost we can, in the moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which you know, it, look, Lackey's had a had a good opportunity to get away from Boston, and I think Chicago was a was a good landing place for him. He's he's a guy that. Uh, doesn't want the, the the pressure, the scrutiny. I guess I, I feel like well, there's a better. Remember word his out there. situation? He married a girl, and she was from Maine, Sanford. I believe. She's yeah. from she was from Sanford. You know somebody else from Sanford? I know. Sanford. I know some other Sanford. Sanford. I don't know. Uh, can't come. Uh, I can't. I can't, I can't think, think of it, think of it either. Of it. I don't. Not right off the top of my head. I got nothing. But um, <laughs> we totally have something, but we're not saying. <laughs> um, but she, remember, she got cancer, and then like they got divorced. Bad luck. I mean, that's yeah. a. He- I mean, and I mean I, we don't know the circumstances. I don't right? know. So the cir- we don't know. Maybe you there was something know. happened, no, but you I'm never like, know the circumstances holy between what? two people. Yeah, but good. I mean, we right? Gotta, we, doesn't look real good. No, it, it doesn't. I I would say it, it doesn't at all. It, it doesn't, and I just. But he was forgiven because they won the World Series in in 2014, uh, 2013. They won it, and it was like, oh. Okay, well, we're good, everybody. Thanks. Anything less? He's public enemy number one. Correct. And he was. If you pick up a, I, I bet if you pick up one of those books today that says things like, "Oh, uh, you know, who's the worst Red Sox bust of all time?" It, he'd be right up there on the list. Yeah, right underneath David Price. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right there, or by Pablo Sandoval, perhaps. <laughs> Possibly one A one B one A one B. Well, let's see. Now they traded for Adrian Gonzalez, which you know is fine. So I don't know, you know, what they lost for stuff there. But Boy. but then there's Rusny Castillo, who is currently the highest paid AAA player since Kei Agawa. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I did. Did oh, I did oh, I mention? Yeah, ouch, I, that I, one stung. Yeah, I remember. I still remember. I, you know, our team makes the the some of the dumber has made. Dumb decisions at times. So remember the sign, the the um, the the rights fees to these guys. It was like fifty million just to sit down, just and, just, just to a, have a conversation with them. Wow, there and, are hookers and, that pay that charge less to have a conversation with them. Not the, that I would know, but I mean, fifty million's a lot. Fifty million's a lot. I mean, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah you, and, you, and you, <laughs> the expectations of fifty yeah. million, regardless of what you're paying for right, it. Yeah, hi. You're getting more than dinner. That's yeah. for sure. You're gonna yeah. get a nice little equipment deal. <laughs> there'll be uh, there'll be all sorts of things going on. You get some new spikes, and I don't know. Do they treat you like Tom Selleck and Mr. Baseball? I don't know how that whole thing. Wouldn't goes, that be great though? That was pretty great. That was a pretty good movie. That was another one of those underrated movies. It's one of the. There'll be one of those things that we do someday, like uh, when it's All Star Week. Oh no, wait, that's other shows that don't bother looking at anything else. Um, we're going to be talking about quite a few things here in a little bit. Of course, Stevie and I will be calling high school baseball later as well. I'm just stalling for time right now while I burn this disc and I play that John Lackey soundbite for you. It's so funny. It's a minute and 38 second soundbite, but to play it out of the computer so that you can hear it, I have to play it out of the CD. A little conversion, that's all. It's a little conversion. Just a little, just a little a, get ready. Yeah, and, and little, then, you know, know that's how it polishing. is. polishing. You don't, you don't give the stone away when it's dull. No, you no. polish it up a little bit, and here it is. Right, yeah. And this, this is a stone because what he said sunk like a rock. I mean, it was right. just, <laughs> it was a huge slap in the face to a lot of people that 
were okay with open mouth breathing and and he was a mouth breather. <laughs> you know those people, those people that's like, yeah. That was that was John Lackey. That was totally John Lackey. All right, here was John Lackey back in 2000 and 2010, I believe. Yeah, 2011 actually. Let me tell you the truth. 30 minutes before the game, I got a text message on my cell phone from one of you, somebody in the media, talking about personal stuff, and I shouldn't even be standing up here having to deal with this. I'm sitting here listening to music. I don't know who who got my, my phone number. That's over the line. I don't know who got my phone number. That's over the line. I wonder if that was like one of those WWE things that didn't quite work out. Like one of the storylines, like who's texting who, what's going on. Is that what happened with that? Like, I don't think we ever really got to the bottom of that whole thing. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you didn't have, I mean, I guess you didn't have to engage. I mean, just because somebody's texting you doesn't necessarily mean that you have to respond to it. I mean, you can. He's shoot. aware that back, I think even back in 2011, back in the Stone Ages there, I think we had things like ignore buttons or yeah, delete I mean, it, you or know, report as spam or et cetera. Uh, the, the element of participation implies two parties here. Right, correct. So because of that, because someone reached out to him for a quote, because here's the deal somebody like that, if they're not reached out to first, is going to do what? Why didn't you talk to me? If you just talk to me, what about that? But then when you talk to them, they get mad and get, they get hostile. It's not a good look for David Price. He's going to be able to opt out after 2018. Here's my question. If he's not performing well and he knows he's going to get less on the open market to opt out, does he still opt out or does he suck it up and try to eat the rest of the money from Boston? B. You think he's, he, you think, you think he's going to play the money can't buy, yeah. buy him happiness card? Uh, hey. Be and have a sore elbow. Right. Or maybe he'll Pavano it. Maybe. Oh, I, I don't. I can't imagine. I don't do think that, he would. Though. I don't think he would. I know. Uh, I think he'll. he'll here's what's going to happen. He's going to get motivated. He's going to end up with the Pirates of the Cardinals. He almost signed with the Cardinals, remember? What was it? $197 million right. he's going to sign with right. the Cardinals for until the, the Red Sox came in. Yep. He's going to end up with the Cardinals, or the Dodgers, or the Pirates, one of those teams that could remake these pitchers mm-hmm. and is absolutely going to kill it absolutely kill it and people are gonna be like why couldn't you do that in boston yeah yeah he is going to be public enemy number one there for a very very long time you look at how the some of these pitches get remade nova a guy that we've seen get remade in 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 pittsburgh and it hasn't been a whole lot of mechanics with these guys as much as it's been the mental approach all right so take a guy out of pit take a guy out of new york and put him in pittsburgh mm. that's yeah. a that's a fairly less tense area to play boston to pittsburgh yeah a little less tense there, so he, he, he can he can manifest that and get a lot more out of his career in a place like Pittsburgh than he ever will in a place like Boston. Maddie and Steve on the B-List, segment number one down. More on the way. Segment number two of the B-List, right now. Don't go anywhere. At least for like another, I don't know, 40 minutes or so. Please. I don't so much care what you do after nine. That's your business. Stay right there. Yeah, that's fine. Don't go anywhere. I mean, if it's portable or something, I mean, I don't want you to like, you know, miss out on an opportunity for something but you know stick around for a little bit um we're not going to talk too much about the nba finals mm-hmm. I, I don't know what there is to say about it i mean the golden state has had their way i i want to go on record though and i want to make a prediction right now about the 2017 2018 nba season okay now before you do okay 
Wait, and remember, this is there's going to be no about player movement. Free, free agent movement. Free agent. No. Okay. Okay. All right. No. All right. All right good, good. Good. No. The only thing I want to point out is this: is I think in terms of the NBA Finals, this is the only game out of the seven games that was scheduled on a non-work night. Isn't that interesting? And it happened to be Game Four, and it happens to land on a Friday. All other six games are on a work night, so it's on a Sunday night, a Tuesday night. You got to work the next day for sure, Monday to Friday. This was the only one, and I thought that that was interesting when I saw the schedule. Came out like, wow, huh? They usually they tend to avoid those Friday and Saturday night finals games, but here it was, Game Four. Ah, and uh, you know, look, the Warriors haven't lost a game in the playoffs. Stay up tonight, watch them, taking a little history. Please continue with your 2017. 18 basketball season prediction. And if you're listening to this live on Saturday morning, you already know that Steve's right. <laughs> Which is pretty much what I say now. It's just, well, Steve's right. So, yeah, because that's how that works. But anyways, um, 2017-18 predictions. <clears throat> Reminder, Le- LeBron James can opt out of his contract after next year. Very similar to David Price. David Price, LeBron James have some, have some uh, common ground there. Yeah. I think there's going to be a massive knee-jerk reaction by the Cleveland Cavaliers to counteract the Golden State Warriors. Sale, 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 sale. Sale, 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 sale. Not only are they going to be getting rid of some of those backup players, those J.R. Smiths, those these Amon Shumperts yep. and those guys like that, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to try to use Kevin Love, and I've seen rumors they might go after a Paul George and some other guys that they can try to counteract Golden State. Here's what I think is going to happen. What makes Cleveland so deadly to the Boston Celtics is honestly not Kyrie or LeBron. They're not the issue. You know Kyrie and LeBron are going to get theirs. It's that Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson are hot garbage against the rest of the league. Look at Tristan Thompson in the finals right now. There was no Kardashian curse for Tristan Thompson against the Boston Celtics. None. 0.0 on that. And Kevin Love has been less than effective, I would say, in in the NBA finals as well because of the matchup. I think... What makes Cleveland good against Boston makes them crap against Golden State Mm -hmm. because they refuse to play the low post game, the old school ball. They're trying to match them shot for shot, and it's not going to work. My prediction is Cleveland's going to try to retool their roster. Everybody's going to fall in love with it. Celtics will get Hayward. I don't know what this Miami stuff is. Can I just say a pale guy does not belong on South Beach? hundred percent. Right. I mean, and I'm a guy who it's I, the I long mean, fit. I burn uh, as soon as like you know the sun actually hits. I mean, honestly, I'll get sunburns just from turning my lamp on. Yep. So if you're going down to South Beach, Gordo, like bro, I don't know. You're I don't know. Be careful. Be careful if you're doing that, Gordo. But seriously, I think he signs with the Celtics. Celtics take the number one pick for Markel Fultz. I don't know what any of the Sacramento Kings stuff is. What's Sacramento going to offer? Ah, oh, we're going to give you the five and the ten. What, what does that do for us? Nothing. All we complain no. about every year is, you don't have the number one pick. Well, yeah. Well, now we've got it. Now you want to trade down for five to ten? You're not Belichick. This isn't the NBA. That doesn't work. I hope for, for whoever the draft pick is that Sacramento wants, be it Ball, be it Fultz, that it doesn't happen. No. It would, it would be awful for either one of them to end up in that town. I can't even imagine. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know. But anyways... I think the Celtics end up in the NBA Finals next year. Or the Celtics take Cleveland to seven and beat them to hell so badly that there's nothing left again for Golden State, and Golden State just picks them apart. And I think that will begin the in-motion stuff. I think we're one year away from the Celtics being able to get into the NBA Finals, and I think we're two years away from them winning it. I know everybody talks about three to four years. One to two. 
That's my prediction. My prediction is the Celtics either the Celtics take the Cavaliers to Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals next year, or they make it to the finals against Golden State. Three or four years. That means three or four off seasons. Uh, that's a long time in professional sports. I mean, think about the sort of the career span of these guys in general. So when you want to really hit on the prime of their careers, get them while they're young, while their legs are fresh, um, and, and use some of these younger guys that he's building from a system-wide add to it. And I think you're spot on. One to two years, uh, you know, that, that two-year mark is really at the prime where they're going to be, they're going to have the opportunity to go out and get it if they want it. And certainly in that year three, it's their form if they want it in two years. I mean, Jalen Brown's going to be uh, in his third year. He'll still yep. have Crowder. Um, to me, I, with I think playoff experience, right I mean, now, I don't know. I, uh, excuse me, with Brown, I didn't mean Crowder. I meant Brown. I don't know who's going to be left on the squad at that point because somebody's going to have to leave between Smart, Thomas, mm-hmm. and uh, and Bradley. Mm-hmm. Crowder is going to be attractive to teams because of his contract. He's always going to outperform that contract, which you're not going to get from a lot of NBA guys. I don't know what this team's going to look like next year, but I trust Ainge and them to know that they know the lay of the land. They know the players and the talent that it is going to take to get to the next level. And you can't just do it with two or three guys and hope your super team's good and then fill it in with vets. You can't. Right. What they did with Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and then what the, what the Heat did with Ray Allen and, and those guys, you can't. Those, those situations are going to become rarer and rarer with the new CBA. I mean, Golden State basically got that in under the gun. Yep. Just under. And in fact, if, if Cleveland doesn't come back and win that series, I mean, Cleveland caused this problem on their own. No question. This is self. This is one hundred percent self created by the Cavaliers. Self inflicted. Yeah. I mean, and it was a great thing. They won their title. All is good. But you know, this is they. They almost uh, they they speeded. They sped up their own demise. Yeah. Well, and and as a result, they're going to have to speed up their uh, sale, 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 sale. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. That's what's going to happen. It's going to for you as quick as they're going to. The opposite will happen. Only because, look, no, that's as intense and as close as they're going to lock in Golden State in that last game. That's yeah, game a, three. Game, game three, three was is I, is as close as they're going to be able to get a sniff of. And he didn't have it at the end. And I say he. I don't say they. I say he. And now. You know, Kyrie with a kneecap. I mean, it's it's a different game. It's a totally different game, and it reminds me too of. Uh, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when the uh, Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker met in met in WrestleManias like back to back years. Oh, the first I year that. they met, yeah. and it was a really good match. And then the next year, Shawn Michaels was like, "Listen, I'll put my career on the line against you." And at the time, the Undertaker never lost at WrestleMania. I mean, the, the guy only lost twice. But Michaels gave him shot after shot after shot after shot after shot. And you're thinking, okay, he's finally done it. He's the king. And then, whoop, no, Undertaker ends his career. It's over. I kind of look at the, I kind of look at them right now. Like, uh, I, I look at Cleveland like they're, they're Shawn Michaels a little bit yeah. towards the end. Like, yeah. it, it's great. But remember, Kobe dropped off. Remember, when Kobe first got injured, it's like, oh, he's a minor knee injury. And he just never bounced back from it. It, 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 or Achilles it, and stuff like that. It underscores the importance of maximizing on the young talent for the Celtics, Brad Stevens, and using those guys when they're fresh at the, er, at the onset of their career, not at the back end of their career. And without question, if the Cavaliers, when the Cavaliers lose this series, the conversation immediately goes to father time. He's too old. He needs, you know, and, and, and coming off the heels in a season where they took a, stat, a bunch of static and, 
And uh, Adam Silver had to step in and say, hey, you need to let people know when you're going to be resting these players. I mean, they actively tried to get him fewer minutes during the year to try to get him ready, to uh, James ready for this final playoff push. It all has an impact. And they had so much time in between games. I mean, this, they, they five games against a Boston. A lot of time. They had a ton of games in between. I mean, there was... There was so much time there for him to recuperate if he had gas left. And, you know, he ended up, even though they tried to manage his minutes, he still ended up playing six minutes more in the regular season this year than he did yep. last year. You have a physical capacity to do work. That's what it is. Work equals force times distance. So he's applying too much force over too long a distance or some mixture of the other. But it's And if you watch game three and don't get away that he's moving – with more effort and more strength than anyone else on the floor, that, that's exactly what we're talking about. It's just not sustainable to do for four quarters of basketball. From the time that you're 18 on. In, in, in the Olympics and what, the, the last eight finals, seven, eight? I mean, it's just insane. It's a lot it of really mileage. Is. If this was a pitcher right now who pitched and got his team to the World Series every year, we'd be talking about innings limits. I mean, think about it. We really would. We'd be talking about pitch counts and innings limits. Like, if this was a young yep. guy coming, oh, well, I don't know. He did the, you know, I well, mean. Along with the father time debate, it starts a debate of, how, you know, what's he got left to prove? Yeah. I couldn't agree with that any more than I already do. Again, Steve is right. <laughs> One more segment on the way. George and Coach Wing will join us as well at Sports Time 780. It's the B List. Final segment. For me and Steve here on the B-List, George and Coach Wang will join me in the next segment. We'll preview a little bit of the Oxford Hills baseball softball action. I'll talk a little bit about Edward Little Mount Ararat in this one, but um, I'll actually talk about that a little bit more in this segment with Steve. Of course, we got to do the Edward Little Lewiston game on Wednesday night. Us and the Mosquitoes. It's tremendous. Of course, you can catch a game this afternoon as Edward Little hosts Mount Ararat in the uh, MPA regional quarterfinals for MPA baseball. Uh, Edward Little had a five nothing lead. Looked like they were cruising along last night, and then whoop! All of a sudden, Lewiston comes back, gets a six, uh, gets a six to five lead, and Edward Little has to play from behind. Yeah, and and right away, Coach Jordan wanted to sort of get his guys to just slow the game down at that point. Take it pit one pitch at a time. Don't try to overthink it, overdo it. Uh, Edward Little dominated five innings of that game, offensively and defensively. Uh, the five runs they put up on the board, Norcross plored through. Five and change score, uh, scoreless, hitless, walked five people. So he threw a bunch of pitches, missed with his fastball quite a bit. Uh, but Edward Little was right in the the place they wanted to be at the at the right time, and it just didn't happen for them. And and good teams are able to overcome adversity like that. How do you respond to that? You can't expect that you're going to go out, throw your hat on the field. Hey, we're Edward Little, we're the Eddies. You know who we are. You know what we expect. We got this guy on the bump. He's a stud. Okay, you don't even want to play? We can just go to next week? No. Teams want to get out there, especially your rival, and they want to dig in. And, and what a credit to that Lewiston club for just staying on it as much as they could. Only two hits in that inning, but scored six runs. Uh, that, that, that says a lot about their resiliency in a, in a really young club. And I'll tell you what, the Eddies, being able to get station-to-station baseball right at the end, get a runner on, get the leadoff runner on, in that sixth inning, move them over, get two guys in scoring position, and with a one swing of the bat, go from trailing to leading, knowing they've got a great guy uh, in Damian St. Pierre on the mound, finished out the last half inning. Uh, heck of a game. One of, one of the great games that we've seen. We've got to see some gems. I mean, we've seen no hitters. We've seen perfect games. In terms of a back-and-forth game, that was great. No, it really was. So uh, 
this afternoon. Mount Ararat, of course, beat Brewer, the KVAC champions, by the way. Doop. Out. They're, Done. they're out. That's, Done. that's a wrap, Brewer. Over. That happens a lot with the spring stuff. It really does. It's so funny when it happens, too, because it's just it's so unexpected. I mean, George Stevens lost to Northern Class C and stuff like that, too. But So for Edward Little, you expect St. Pierre to pitch? He will definitely he will definitely start. Yeah, okay. yeah. They've got uh, Ben Harris, who's another left-handed uh, pitcher. Uh, Gibson's got some innings out of the bullpen. They've got some young guys that can throw. Uh, Dave's got some young talent. Maybe we can talk to him about it this week. You know, we might be able to do that. Yeah, might... he's busy, but we'll uh, we'll see he's, if we he... can narrow him down for ten or fifteen. Bit of a worker, yeah, which is all right. Busy guy. That's good. He is a busy guy. Um, another thing I wanted to slide over to as we transition off of the uh, the high school baseball stuff real quick. We'll get back into that in the next segment. Um, there, there was some with Patriots OTAs mini camps this week. There's a whole bunch of folks around Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Are they trying to make this young Montana? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, are they? Oh, yeah. They're they're desperate to do this, right? Wait, this is this is. I want to I want to make sure I know what you're asking about here. This is the same. Media, yeah, yep. The yep. answer, yes, yes. Okay, yes. all right. So yes. this is going to be the modern day young Montana. Yep. Pot stirring is already. I mean, it, it, the underpinnings of it have been there uh, with with a lot of the outward questioning of Belichick. Hey, hey, how can we keep him around? You, how can we be so outward about not wanting to trade him, not want to entertain offers? Uh, I think what he's not saying says a lot more than what he does say. That's usually how it is yeah. with Belichick, especially, yeah. you know, depending on how he answers what question. That's really key. I was surprised because I thought in this draft they could have ended up with a lot of picks. I thought they could have ended up with a lot of picks next year if they wanted to trade him. I mean, why? to me, if you're not sold on Jacoby Brissett, why draft him? If you were going to move him, and, and the only way you would move him is if you felt like you could get the maximum amount of value out of him, it would have been now. Jeff Howe wrote an article this week about how the uh, – and uh, Mike Reese actually might have wrote it too. I, mean, I think they both wrote one. I'm not sure who wrote it first, but I'll give them both credit for putting it out there so that I paid attention to it. They're talking about Garoppolo actually signing a, a contract extension to keep him with the team for mm-hmm. a couple of years, like mm-hmm. a regular contract extension, yep. not a franchise one. Can you pay your backup quarterback more than Tom Brady, knowing that Tom Brady wants to play at least another six more years? I, you know, I, I wonder. I, it's a tough. It's a tough. It, it's tough. I mean, you can't. Tom, why don't you you're do gonna, what's best for the team? You're going to tip. If you do, you've tipped your hand in, in how much you've. I mean, you know what I mean? At that point, your cards are out on the, fully out on the table. You've Correct. decided to open up your hand to poker and show everybody, yeah, we think this guy's really good and we're going to pay him. And it's okay. We know we still got this Tom Brady guy. The question is, is what is Belichick looking for in terms of a decrease in performance or production from Brady? for him to make that move. I think he's the guy that's always made that move. And I know people think that this is the exception and this relationship is the exception. I don't know. I, I don't know whether or not... Everybody says that, don't they? I just... I, just, I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's going to have that relationship. I don't think he's a guy that's ever... I with think any there have of been those a, players. Hey, Lawrence Taylor was a special player, right? And at that and at that point in time when Belichick is coaching him as a DC with, with the Giants, uh, it's... It's a special relationship with a player. I don't think he treated him any different than he treated any other player. I think that's that's a real strong element of his Teddy coaching Bruschi's philosophy. Teddy Bruschi is another good one yeah, that, that you could great. remember. Yeah, right. I mean, he let him go at the end of camp. The end of training camp, he let Teddy Bruschi go. He's like, sorry, dude. And, and Bruschi retired. He's like, that's a, that's a wrap. Didn't want to play for anyone else. Right. What's that say about 
even still. You and know it, what I mean? Like, it also makes you realize how much they trust him. Like, wow, if he doesn't think I got anything left, I, I might not have anything left. I mean, the only one who's really proved it wrong was Lawyer Malloy. Everybody else has gone on. Even the ones that are former Patriots have yeah. gone on and played. I mean, yeah. is anybody really like, no. Boy, I wish we Nobody. You know, no. Nope. No. None. Not not a one. Not a one. Steve, thank you very much, as been always. Fun. Yes, it's been fun. We'll be back next week. Of course, uh, Steve and I will be back next week. I'll be back with you in the next segment as well as uh, George and Coach Wing join us. And we preview tomorrow's and today's, depending on when you're listening. It's Saturday, if you're listening on 780. Uh, Oxford Hills baseball, Oxford Hills softball this afternoon. We'll continue with those Northern A baseball playoffs. Get all the action and all the information at sportstime780.com. Click local. We'll be back. Special guest here on the B-List. He has done the Oxford Hills softball and baseball games this week. He's going to do the games today as well, or Saturday, as Oxford Hills baseball and softball in action in the NPA baseball and softball playoffs. Coach Dave Wing joins us now. Coach, good to have you. George is going to sit in with us for this segment as well. Hey, great to be here. Good to have you on. Coach, you got to do the Oxford Hills softball game. You got to do the Oxford Hills baseball game. Let's talk a little bit about the softball squad first. They had a big win uh, the other day. Um, they're going to be host. It's a, it's always nice when the baseball and softball teams get to host at the same time. And uh, with a little staggered start time, we should be able to catch uh, both games of action. Yeah, it'll be busy, but it should be fun. Oh, go ahead. Want to talk about the softball game? Absolutely. Go ahead and talk about the softball game first. The, uh, I thought uh, the teams looked on paper to be fairly evenly matched. Brewer came in. Uh, pretty good pitcher, and uh, I, I think they just weren't ready. Oxford Hills, they bunted the ball and moved runners along, and they, they really ran the bases. They stole, I think, six bases. They ran the extra base every single time. If there was a, a bunt with a throw to first, the runner going to second just kept going and went all the way to third. Sometimes there was an overthrow, and they scored. I mean, they scored uh, to win uh, pretty handily. Uh, by simply running the bases and making Brewer handle the ball. Which, you know, in softball, that's so key is to control that pace. A lot of people don't think that baseball and softball games are pace games, but they really are. Yeah, I think Bill Fairchild will kill you to call small ball. You know, they, they, uh, you got to make them handle the ball. If you strike out, nothing happens. And uh, they ran, they ran the bases. Uh, Every time there was a play, Bill made a beautiful catch for Brewer in the outfield in right field with runners on second and third, but she fell down because she was off balance. The runner scored all the way from second on a flyout. You know, they are fast, and they're very aggressive on the base pass, and I think it, it shocked Brewer, and, and they really couldn't make the plays after that. Coach, um, you got to do the baseball game the next day, too, thanks to the scheduling gods. Let's talk a little bit about them. I don't think anybody expected Oxford Hills to be the number one seed this year, and here they are. They're going to be hosting the defending state champion on Saturday. It, it looks to me like uh, Class A North this year was uh, pretty even, pretty up for grabs. Uh, a lot of good teams. I mean, Oxford Hills go 14-2. and two. Uh, They lost to Brewer, and they lost to Edward Little. Uh, on the game yesterday, it was a pitcher's duel. Until the last of the six, it was 2-1. to one. And really, Cole Anderson, who was pitching for Camden, really had them off balance with his curveball and whatever. But he, he walked a couple people. They went to second on a stolen base, uh, third base on a, on a fielder's choice, and scored on a wild pitch twice. The two runs that Oxford Hill scored on, not wild pitches, I'm sorry. Yeah, wild pitch, and the catcher didn't stop the ball. So... You know, all of a sudden, they, they've got two runs, and they haven't hit the ball to the infield. In the last of the six, though, 
they the bats came alive. They, they ended up changing pitchers and they lit up the, the relief pitchers. So it ended up being a a blowout. But at the time, they scored seven runs in the last of the six. Up until then, it was a two to one game, and it could have gone either way. Yeah, I was here uh, helping you out, getting the game on the air, and I'm like, whoa, run after run after run after the hits keep on coming. Yeah, they. I think you know, as you know, Aaron was late coming from the guys <laughs> game. He, he hit the tower and the run started exploding all over the place. So I think he brought him with him. It was funny. He was talking about the way that the station switches as he comes from Portland up here. It would fade out. He goes, "There's a country song," and then it fades into like uh, the the uh, the game, and then it goes back to the country song. He goes, "It's really trippy." <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. It was good. Trippy is a good word <laughs> really? for it. high school baseball and softball playoffs. Coach Wing on the phone. Maddie B. Next to me here, the manager, the program director, curator of Sports Time 780. Edward Little will be hosting Mount Ararat tomorrow. That'll be a 3.30 pregame on 105.5 AM, 1240. Uh, Oxford Hills Baseball will be hosting Bangor. That'll be an 11.30 pregame tomorrow on 96.9 AM, 1450. And the softball team for Oxford Hills, they'll be hosting uh, Lawrence, right, Coach? They uh, they did the upset, right? Yes, yes big upset. And uh, who, who was it they knocked off again? Coney, Coney. Well, that's that's surprising. Usually, Coney is kind of right there in uh, in the girls' sports, especially in softball. That's uh, that's interesting. Now, all the, he, all the baseball games will still be up there, though. But yeah, he, that'll be on uh, that'll be uh, pregame immediately following uh, the baseball game, which is basically going to be uh, Aaron and Coach Wing shuffling from one press box to the next one. Now, is the Edward Little game in the Auburn uh, yeah, suburban that is league? The, Auburn suburban <laughs> Little League. We'll be I'll let home. you run. A, I'll let you run a. <laughs> Yeah, and look, I, might I, I might have to after, after the other night. The other thing that we had, too, was we had, um, Coach, you, you've been up in the booth. I know there's a lot of dead flies up there, but um, Steve and I had to deal with mosquitoes last night. I brought one of those electronic, those electric tennis rackets in. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, the entire tent smelled like burned mosquito for the entire time. There <laughs> were like 270 of them on my, on my chair. Like, it was one of those steel, those gray folding chairs. You just look down like, what's all that? Like, is it dust? Oh, no, it's just dead bugs. Without getting too defined where I live, but... You go to the fence of the Auburn Little League field. Uh, that's the end of the property, and then you'll see this like almost like a moat. Yeah. So they must breed in that oh moat. I have God. I have them in the backyard. It, it reminded too. me of the day. And Coach Wing remembers this stuff. Remember how it used to be down at Old Orchard Beach for the main guides, and they used to have to set bonfires in the bullpen to keep the bugs <laughs> off. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, that was the sort of that's things right. we, we used to have. Those people on. We used to have those main guides players on back in the day in, a, in another time frame, and they tell us of those stories. Like, oh yeah, we'd start a bonfire just to keep the bugs out. You know, <laughs> I'm like that's cool. That's, that's that's what happens when you build things in a swamp. So that's that's how that works. What are you expecting tomorrow from Oxford Hills in their two games? Uh, Bangor. Isn't quite the the power they once were. However, you know, if spring sports tells us anything, it's not just spring sports that are going on for these kids. Some of them are graduating. Uh, the ones that aren't graduating are having friends graduate. Um, there's a lot of changes going on this time of year, and sometimes schools getting out. There's finals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's a lot more going on for for folks than than just spring sports. So upsets can be a plenty this time of year. Yeah, I think it's really hard. I was a AD and a spring coach at one point in time, and got all this stuff going on and it's really big i mean nope you only graduated high school once <laughs> so there's all the activities it's the last time with your friends because truly they'll never all be together again that's a fact and uh so as a coach you try to keep them focused it's really difficult you want them to enjoy all those other things we tried when i was principal oak hill we tried uh the kids went to the crutch graduation for part of the night, and we provided a bus to bring those baseball and softball players back for the playoff games the next day. We tried having graduation on a 
on a Saturday so that they would be nothing on Sunday. We tried everything to try to maneuver it around those things because we were always in the playoffs. And finally, it settled on, hey, look, we'll hold graduation as long as we can. They'll come in, throw their caps on over their baseball and softball uniforms, and we'll march. And that's pretty much what we did. And, uh, boy, but it's tough for a coach to try to stay focused this time of year. Now, Maddie, you were at the field yesterday calling the game. I can't imagine the uh, emotions. I know I went to my son's graduation uh, last Saturday at EL, and I know that Jared Norcross plored. He was a honor student, National Honor Society. I can't, and I think uh, Craig Gibson too. Mm-hmm. He's a senior CJ, as well. Yeah. And um, I can't imagine the the emotions because I didn't play high school sports, but I can't imagine the emotions after graduation. This is the last time, possibly the last time you're on the field. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's the last time you're possibly. I mean, for a lot of these guys, and coaches seen this before. You know, for a lot of these folks, uh, when they do sports, they still have other sports. Like if it's if it's your final football game, yeah, it's your final football game. But you know what? If you play basketball, you're actually still get to mm-hmm. represent the school. Same thing for spring. I think it hits these kids really when it becomes spring because they're taking off. They may be taking off that uniform, that school's uniform that maybe they've worn since they you know for the last four years, and they've been a part of that school district since they were kindergarten. I mean. When 14, 15, 16 years comes out like that, yeah, it can, it can be pretty heady for folks. And, you know, there's a lot of emotion. I think there's, there's more emotion sometimes around the spring when things happen, um, not because people are following it as closely during the regular season, but because that finality is such a big mm-hmm. deal. And I think that goes into a lot of the psychology of it. Yes, Edward Little and both Oxford Hills teams are in. Edward Little Baseball and both Oxford Hills teams are in. Um, I mean, left for us is Mountain Valley and Dirigo have, have exited stage left. Also, other teams we would have picked up, Levitt, St. Dom's. They've all fallen by the wayside. All right, so let's uh, pick it up with the, uh, on, the oncoming games here through the weekend and uh, what to expect. Well, uh, on my end, uh, I'll be interested to see how Oxford Hills comes out. Uh, last year they had a – did we lose him? I don't think so. No, Coach right Wing, there. you're still there, yeah, right? You're still there, yes. There you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oxford Hills last year got upset in the first round by Mount Ararat, so sometimes you can come out in a game pretty tight, especially something like that. And also, they, haven't, they hadn't beaten uh, Bangor. You know, they, they've beaten Bangor in the regular season, but they've lost them in the playoffs before. So I think there's a lot of history there. I'm going to be very interested to see if they get out early. If they get out early, I think they'll play loose, confident, and play well. I think if it becomes a tight game or a pitcher's duel like the other day, you know, they might have to have one of those late-inning explosions uh, like they did the other day. Coach, I don't know how, how you feel about it. Yeah, I think um, I think Bangor maybe is going to run into we, – we saw it in football the last few years. I think that their, their wealth of talent has run a little thin for them, uh, which means that uh, in order to get to this stage of the playoffs, they may have used their number one pitcher. Uh, I think Oxford Hills, the Oxford Hills that I saw yesterday – doesn't look to me as overpowering at the plate. Uh, they they run the bases well. They do the fundamentals well. They're well coached, but I don't think they have a lineup one through seven or eight that really hit the ball well. So they're going to have to rely on their pitching and the defense and squeeze out a couple runs. Would be my sense. Sounds about right. So tomorrow we have eleven. Yeah, Oxford Hills Bangor baseball at eleven thirty on ninety six ninety and fourteen fifty the Mighty Ox, and then on those very same stations, Oxford Hills will be hosting Lawrence and girls softball action directly after that game, and over on the Z Maine's Big Z one zero five five AM twelve forty, you'll have Edward Little. They'll be hosting Mount Ararat, the team that knocked off Oxford Hills last year, 
Aaron Morris, Dave Wing will be on the call for Oxford Hills. Myself and Steve Flynn will be on the call for Edward Little. And we'll also have a video stream for the Edward Little game. That'll be on MBR.org. You can also listen to all the games online at MBR.org. And I mean that, Matt. If you need, a, if you need some Ethernet cord to... Hardwire. Yeah, yeah. I, might, I might have to buy a few hundred yards, but that's fine. Or if you, you know. can get a Wi-Fi connection, I'll give you the pass. Either, yeah, either way, that would, <laughs> you know, that would work. All right. Well, thank you very much, Coach Wing. Craig, nice to be here, guys. That'll wrap up the B-List for today. Thanks to George and Coach Wing for that final segment. Of course, you can listen to this on demand in its entirety. Just go to sportstime780.com and click local. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.